Welcome to Uncomplicating Weight Loss and Life. I'm your host, Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, certified life coach, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help high-achieving boss women lose their weight for the last damn time and up-level their lives. When it comes to your health, weight loss, and this thing called life, I'm not saying it'll always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Today, we're actually going to talk about maintenance. So what do you do after you've lost the weight? And there's actually more to it than what some people really think. And I know there's some, sometimes when people lose weight, they're like, oh shit, what if I gain it back, right? Because if you've been on the the hamster wheel of dieting and the yo-yoing of dieting, you've lost it, you've gained it, you've lost it, you've gained it. So it's important to actually have a maintenance mindset when it comes to maintaining your weight loss. So how you lost it, yes, is how you'll maintain it. However, you do have to make some shifts in your mindset and you have to shift kind of out of the weight loss mentality and into the maintenance mentality, which is slightly different all along the same lines, but just a little bit different. Because if you think about it, while you're losing weight, maybe you have support, right? Maybe you're working with someone, maybe your friends are supporting you along the way, maybe your partner, et cetera, but now you've lost it. And it's almost like a lot of times we want to take our foot off the off the gas, right? We're just like, okay, well now I can just coast. But here's the thing. You can't just say, okay, I've lost the weight. Now I can go back to eating all the shit that I was eating before I lost the weight. And now I can just, you know, slack off at the gym or do these things like you still have to maintain, but it has to be something that you can do again for the rest of your life. So if you're trying to maintain your weight in a way that's not sustainable to you, it's, it's just not going to work. So what we're going to talk about today is what are some of the common fears? What are some of the things that kind of go on inside our mindset? Because losing weight, as I've always said, how you eat and how you work out is the easy part. It's how you think what you think about and how you're thinking about maintaining the weight, how you're thinking about and approaching it, approaching food now that you've lost the weight, now that you may start adding more foods, more variety in, or maybe if you were doing the no sugar, no flour, now you're adding in a little bit more sugar, a little bit more flour. Being at that place where you're able to trust yourself, right, around food, trust that you're Once again, if you're doing intuitive eating, trust that you're not going to overeat just because you're listening to your body and you're not going to put, one of the things I like to say to my clients is imagine that your stomach has, is like the VIP section, right? In a club, right? You don't just let any old riffraff in the club, in the VIP section, right? Same thing. Your stomach is VIP. So you want to treat it as such. So that means don't eat some bullshit from the snack machine, right? Because it's probably been in there for three, four months and it may may or may not be stale. You don't want to put that in your stomach. It does not deserve to go into your stomach. And that's what I want you to start thinking about throughout your whole weight loss journey, but especially when it comes to maintenance. Like, does this food belong in the VIP section, right? So some of the things that come up, especially when after you've lost the weight, it's, you know, the mindset of it's never going to be a free-for-all. It's never going to be like, oh, I don't lost the weight. Now let me just, you know, go fuck off and do whatever. You can't do that because you will likely gain it back. And I think that's what happens with a lot of the diet trauma that a lot of us have. It's because we've been there, done that so many times, we just think it's just part of the cycle. But if you follow weight loss the way that I teach it, it doesn't have to be. You can lose it for the last time and not gain it back. You just have to be really, really mindful of how you are 
staying and how you're maintaining and how you're adjusting how you live your life once you've lost it. For example, one of the things is your goal weight, right? So once you've hit your goal weight, something that might scare some people is you might gain a little bit and lose it again, right? And now that is not a problem. That doesn't mean you're back on the yo-yo. So what I want to start to help you understand is that once you've reached your goal weight, you want to give yourself a range. For me, it's about three to four pounds up and down, right? So depending on if I'm on my period, depending on if I went on vacation, depending on if I went out for a night or something like that and I was drinking, right? Maybe I'm a little bloated. The scale will probably show two or three pounds if I weigh myself. That's something that I don't want you to freak out about. If the scale goes up and then comes back down, once you've hit maintenance, that is completely normal. So what I want to offer is that you create a range, like a plus or minus. So plus or minus maybe five pounds, right? For example, I'm at my maintenance weight. I'm at about 141. Sometimes I'm 144. Sometimes I drop down to 138. That's my range. So I know that if I weigh myself and as long as I'm within that range, Everything is okay. I don't freak out. Now, say the scale jumps up 10 pounds, then I have to start looking again at like, okay, let me look at my food journal. Let me look at what's going on. Let me look at what's going on in my life. Maybe I'm extra stressed out or maybe there's something going on with my hormones or something like that. So these are. this is why I think it's really, really important that we account for the fluctuations that are just naturally going to happen because we are human beings, right? We're not robots or machines. So find a weight range when you're in maintenance that works for you, give or take maybe three to five pounds, and then be okay with it, right? Because a lot of the time what happens when we have scale drama, it's you get stuck to this number, and if you're not at that number, you all of a sudden think this isn't working or something went wrong, something went terribly wrong because the scale went up a few pounds. Well, I'll give an example. When I went on vacation, I mentioned it on one of the episodes, I went on vacation for a week, and I came back, and then I went back, I wasn't a vacation, but my son had a tournament out of town. So I was out of my normal day-to-day routine for about two weeks. And when I weighed myself, I was up eight pounds. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm up eight pounds. But I didn't freak out because I know it's not that, oh, now it's just going to keep going, going and going. I knew that Again, it it goes back to give yourself grace and be very compassionate with yourself along your entire journey. It's normal that I was out of my routine. It's normal I was traveling, I was flying. We get bloated when we fly. Um, Whenever we change up our routines, our body has to adjust. And sometimes it's gonna reflect on the scale and that's okay. So that's one of the first things that I wanna normalize here is that there will always be a range. And as long as you don't attach drama to the number that the scale is giving you and just know that that is just feedback. The scale is always giving you feedback. It is just a neutral piece of machinery that spits out a number at you. That is all it is. Get a range, something that feels doable for you, something that feels like you're not going to freak out if it goes out of the range. And then you'll also know it's like little alarms, right? If it goes out of the range, okay, what do I need to adjust? Am I not drinking enough water? Is my sleep, you know, being disrupted? Did I start eating something? thing that maybe I hadn't been eating before. Maybe I need to adjust some things. So I want you to keep that in mind as you're approaching maintenance, that there will be a range and you're never just going to be stuck at that one number because it's just not realistic because we are people and not machines. Okay. So that's one thing. The other thing is I always want you to think about being realistic, 
right? Being realistic with your goals, being realistic with where you are at maintenance, right? For example, I told you my lower range. I don't actually, I don't ever want to be skinny. That's never been my goal. I want to be healthy and I want to be strong and I want to live as long as I can and I want to feel good in my body, right? So if the scale started to drop too low out of my range, that would also flag something for me. That would flag maybe I'm not eating enough. Maybe something's going on that, again, on the other opposite end that I need to be aware of because I know that I start to look a little bit different if I start to drop too much weight. I don't want to lose my ass. I don't want to lose my curves. I don't want any of that to happen, right? So that gives you a really good just litmus test of where you are weight-wise and also just wellness-wise in general, right? The other thing is I always tell my clients, I want you to learn how to love your body all the way down the scale, right? So whether you're at the at your goal, whether you're making your way there, whether you're starting your journey, I always say you can not hate yourself down the scale. That's just not possible. If you beat yourself up every time something goes wrong, if you're mean to yourself, if you talk shit about yourself, um, I'm always catching my clients on that because they'll be like, well, my fat ass ate all the food. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, that's not what we're going to do. Like, we don't talk about ourselves in that way. It's the same as would you talk to your best friend like that? Would you talk to your child like that? And if the answer is no, don't talk to yourself like a fucking asshole. Right. So no matter where you are in your journey, it's really, really important to treat yourself with as much care and as much respect and as much love as you can. Even if you're not quite there yet on your self-love journey, it doesn't help to beat yourself up like that's never going to get you there either. I want to always offer that you learn how to appreciate your body and celebrate your body every step of the way. It makes it so much more fun once you get to your goal, then you can celebrate and you can, you know, wear the clothes that you wanted to wear and all of that but not in a way where it's like a punitive way. I always want you to approach this in a loving, as much of a loving way as possible. I promise you it makes weight loss and it makes maintenance a lot simpler and a lot more enjoyable while you're doing this. The other thing is there's this fear of of moving backwards. There's this fear of, you know, I let myself go or this fear of I I still can't eat all the foods that I want to eat. Again, if you're following what I teach, which is intuitive eating, if you're listening to your body there, you will not be overeating. Like It's really just impossible to get to a place where you'll start eating outside of the norm for yourself. But if you're following something else, I just want you to keep in mind that you want to make sure that no matter what happens, you have your mind in the right place, right? Even if you go 10 pounds out of your range, you just go back to how you lost it right? It's really, really simple. I think oftentimes we get stuck in this um, all or nothing mentality, right? Where it's like, if it's not perfect or if it's not happening exactly the way I had it in mind, something is wrong. Something has gone wrong. And what I always say to my clients, even when they start to freak out, nothing has gone wrong. It's okay. There's a solution to every problem. And if you approach weight loss like that, there's a solution to every problem. And it's the same thing with maintenance. So if you find that you have to make some adjustments, make the fucking adjustments and move on. Right. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't mean all of a sudden, see, I can never lose weight. I can never keep it off. This is just my life. Right. Oftentimes we want to go to that extreme. And I always want to bring you down to just neutral, just as neutral as you can be about the weight loss process, as neutral as you can be about the maintenance process makes it a lot, a lot more. It just makes it a lot more um 
more sustainable and more doable when you're not beating yourself up and making it seem like everything has to be perfect because nothing is perfect, right? We're always going to have fluctuations with everything in our lives. So just approach it that way and give yourself space and grace as you're as you're going on this journey and make sure that how you're maintaining it is a way that's going to be just a doable thing for you to do, right? And that's why I always say lose it in a way that you can maintain it because otherwise it's almost like doing two diets, right? You lose the weight by taking out all carbs or taking out all fats or whatever the case is. And then you have to live that way as well. So the more you can make it sustainable and doable in the way that you can live your life for the rest of your life, the easier you can continue to do it. It's the same thing with working out as well. So if you lost the weight by working out a lot, but that's not something that you enjoy doing or that you're going to be able to do for the next 10 years, then that's going to be reflecting on your maintenance journey as well. So that's why I always say lose it the way that you're going to maintain it. And the easiest way to do it is by uncomfortable complicating it and just making it work for you and making it work for your lifestyle. So what I want you to also keep in mind when you're in maintenance, you want to stick with the healthy habits that you established, right? So if you're doing mindful, intuitive eating, continue to do that because that's something that you can do forever. You don't really have to like turn that on and off. That's just something that you just live your life this way. This is how I live my life is I'm an intuitive eater. I eat when I'm hungry and I don't when I'm not simple. It's the simplest thing in the world. So you want to make sure that whatever habits you had in place while you were losing it, you're maintaining it. If you were meal planning, you want to continue to do that. If you were switching out, swapping out different meals of different foods that the good, better, best that I often teach of like the way that you're eating your food and approaching your nutrition, you want to continue to do that. If you were taking daily walks, you want to continue to do that, right? So you want to always make sure that you're able to continue the habits, the healthy habits that you put into place when you're in maintenance. Again, why I always say whatever habits that you put into place have to be things that you'll do forever. Understanding what size feels right for you, right? Again, it goes back to I don't ever want to be skinny or too skinny, right? I don't look good in that form. So it's understanding what is the best size for you. And we want to get away from society's norms of what they are telling us looks good, what they tell us healthy looks like. Because if you if you actually follow the trends, it's starting to change again, right? If we think about it, like now the, um, the very, very skinny look from the 90s is starting to like pop back up in fashion and all of these things, right? Whereas a few years ago, it was a lot of health that every size. So you don't want to follow any of those trends. You want to almost put on blinders when it comes to that. It's how healthy do you feel? How do you feel confident? How do you feel comfortable? It's not what your best friend weighs. It's what you feel comfortable weighing is how you look in the mirror. It's how you feel about yourself. So you always want to get to a place. And again, this goes back to self-love. It's loving yourself at any size and loving yourself in a way that feels right for you. If you don't feel healthy at this size, if you do, if you don't feel good, if you don't feel confident, then that's the reason why you want to approach your weight loss journey in the way in, in a healthy way, right? But not because you want to look like someone that you see on Instagram or someone that, you know, you one of your friends or anything like that. Because when you're chasing trends like that, it can become, it's a very slippery slope and it can create a lot of problems in our mind when we can't live up to how someone else, we don't know what the fuck they're doing. And a lot of this shit on Instagram is filters. So there's not a lot. And I remember back in the day before in, for social media, it was magazines, right? It was, we would look at magazines and we, we were thinking, oh, this is, you know, we were told that's the ideal body size. Or that's the 
the way we should look. And again, it just changes. Every few years, it changes. So you don't want to to surf those trends at all, especially when it comes to your health and wellness. You want to choose a weight and get to a size where it feels healthy and it feels good for you. The other thing, when you're celebrating your new body and when you're loving your new body, I want you to do it from a place where you're not disparaging yourself before, right? So for example, it's looking at your before and after photos and being, oh, oh my gosh, I was so fat, right? Like making comments like that. That's not helpful at all, right? Like that's just because you have gotten to where you want to be, you don't want to talk shit about who you were, right? Again, it's loving yourself, loving your past self. It's loving your current self. It's loving your future self. So you want to keep those things in mind. By loving the loving yourself, giving yourself the credit that like, hey, I did this, right? I did this and looking at it as a celebration and looking at it as a win and looking at it as like, I accomplished this because I'm a badass bitch, not, you know, judging who you were before you got there, right? So that's something that's really important. Again, all of this is just mindset. All of this is thought work, but it's really, really important because our, our minds can play a little bit of tricks on us along the way, right? And then we start to believe and then we start to judge and then we get down this spiral and that can cause a lot of just like internal damage. So I want to make sure that no matter where you are, but especially once you've reached your goal, once you've kind of found your success, you're giving yourself credit. You look back at the person that you used to be and say, I, I remember where I was there and I feel so much better now, but celebrate just the journey and the bravery that you had from just taking this journey, right? Because it's not the easiest thing to admit Especially like when when clients come to me and they're like, I need help. I don't know what to do. That's a really brave thing to do. It's really brave to just, you know, say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know where to start or I don't know why I'm stuck. Right. So celebrate yourself along the way. That makes it that much more um, just that much more delicious when you get to your goal, really. And if you're not satisfied. Right. So say you've reached your goal. Right. So say you had a number in mind and you've reached it and you're still just kind of like, eh. I don't know. What I want you to think about, again, is go back to what feels naturally good to me. What feels healthy? What feels like something that I can maintain, right? What feels like something that I can do for the rest of my life? If there's still if there's still some work to do, that's okay. But again, approach it in a way as a scientist, which I always say, approach weight loss in the way of a scientist and not as a judge. What so many of us do is we put on the judge's robe and we start judging everything that we do and everything that we what we haven't done and all of that. I want you to approach it in a way the same with weight loss, maintenance, and anywhere in between. What can I do today to maintain this weight loss is a really good question to ask yourself. When my clients are losing weight, I ask them to journal every day on the question, what can I do today to lose weight? What can I do today to achieve my goals? I literally have my clients do their monthly weekly and daily goals so that they can continue to remind themselves, what can I do today? What can I do today? Same thing with maintenance. What can I do today to maintain my weight loss? How do I need to think about my weight loss? How do I need to think about the foods that I eat? How do I need to think about the food choices that I make? Asking yourself this question, whether you journal about it, whether you just think about it in the mornings, whether you meditate on that question, just keep asking yourself, what can I do to maintain all of this work that I've done? Because I always say losing weight isn't isn't complicated and it's not hard and it's none of these things, but it's not always easy. And I say this a lot. It's not always easy, but it's doable, right? It doesn't take overhauling your entire life. It's, it's a series of small decisions. That is 
essentially what weight loss is, the series of small decisions and stacking habits and making better habits and replacing bad habits with new ones. That's why it's so simple to do because you're just doing things that make the most sense for you. It's the same exact thing with maintenance. You just have to remember, I'm not depriving myself. I don't need to deprive myself. I just need to listen to myself. I just need to listen to myself. I just need to listen to my body. I just need to listen to what the cues are that I'm getting. And if I need to make some adjustments along the way, I'm giving myself the grace and I'm giving myself the space to do that. The last thing that I want to cover when it comes to maintaining your weight loss, I want you to keep in mind that it's all about trusting yourself. It's all about trusting that if I was able to make it here, if I was able to reach this goal, believing that you can maintain it. One of the things that I often tell my clients, especially in the very beginning is, In order to lose weight, you have to believe that you can do it. If you don't believe that you can do it, you won't. It's really, really that simple. If you don't believe that weight loss is doable, if you don't believe that weight loss maintenance is doable, it's going to create even more challenges for you. It's going to create even more mind drama for you. So you have to believe that just like you believe that you were able to lose it, you have to also believe that you can maintain it. You have to know that who you were then is a different version than who you are now. You have now stepped into your future self. You have now stepped into who you want to be for the rest of your life. And those are the kinds of thoughts you want to be feeding your mind when you've reached maintenance. Because once you get to that place, the more thoughts that you can think that are not negative, that are not, you know, doubtful thoughts and all of that, once you step into that confidence of like, I made it here and I'm going to keep it off this time, it doesn't fucking matter if it took you 20 times to get here. Make today the decision. Decide right now. If you've lost the weight, decide right now, I'm going to keep this shit off forever. If you decide I'm going to keep it off and I'm going to do whatever I need to do to take care of myself, that's really where you start. You don't have to go down these roads of like deprivation again or going back into places where you feel like you can't enjoy life. Make the decisions. Always make the decisions as long as you approach this whole thing from an intentional way, as long as you're listening, as long as you're adjusting, as long as you're giving yourself the grace, as long as you're you're aware that there's going to be a range and nothing has gone wrong. If you gain a couple of pounds and then you lose them again, that does not make you a yo-yo dieter all over again. Once you've established that range, that's those are your that's your bumpers. Those are your the boundaries that you create for yourself. Once as long as you're in that you're okay. If you go up a few, down a few, nothing has gone wrong. Just keep that in mind and keep telling yourself that as you ask yourself, what can I do today to maintain all of this work that I've accomplished? And if something goes a little bit off the rails, it's okay. How do I get back to my baseline? And it's so important to establish the baseline, which is why having a range is the most important thing. Once you establish that baseline, you've already established the baselines of what foods you're going to eat, how much water your body needs, what kind of movement your body enjoys. You've established those baselines. So if you ever veer off a little bit too far to the right or a little bit too far to the left, remember that your range is your bumpers. Your range is what's going to keep you in line. And as long as you stay within your your boundaries, you're okay, right? You're okay. And if you get outside of the boundaries, then it's just a matter of making decisions again, being intentional again. Again, as always, as I always say, it's tapping into your body and asking yourself, what do I need? What do you need from me right now? What do you need from me in order to continue down this road? Because weight loss is 
I've always said it's a journey and it ebbs and flows and it has twists and turns and it has all of that. It's never going to be linear. And the sooner that you can accept that, the sooner that you can understand that it's we're going to go a little bit up and a little bit down, but I know how to get back to my baseline. That's your anchor and that's all you're going to need. So I hope you found this episode helpful about how to maintain your weight loss once you've achieved it. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. My contact information will be in the show notes. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. You can have the health, the body, and the life that you've always desired. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Find me on Instagram and YouTube at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you on your journey of uncomplicating weight loss.